Hey guys, welcome to the Fantasy NBA Show. My name's Elliot Class. I'm a fun guy. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy NBA Stats. On today's episode, I'll go through some players that are trending up, including Frank Kaminsky and Devonta Graham. I'll also get you ready for week two with some schedule analysis and some streaming options. All right, let's get stuck in. Fans to the game tonight. A pretty wild first week in the association. Uh, the Hornets won their first game. Uh, the Timberwolves beat the Nets. Uh, the Suns beat the Clippers today. Um, the best tweet of the week was definitely uh, Charles Barkley saying the NBA was that shocked the Suns won a game that had to drug test DeAndre Ayton. So um, yeah, some pretty crazy stuff happening in the first week of the NBA. Uh, on today's episode, we'll go through... Um, some players that I think are trending up and you probably want to take a good hard look at are picking up off the waiver. And then we'll have a look ahead to week two, uh, look at the schedule, uh, look who to pick up if you want to stream and get off to a hot start. Uh, just a heads up, if you are versing someone with Carl uh, anthony Towns, you, got, you hit the jackpot for week two. They've only got two games. But we'll get to that later in the episode. First up, I'm going to go through a few players here that I think are trending up. Uh, a lot of them might be already picked up on your waiver if you're in a super competitive league. But some of these guys might have been, uh, the information might have got swept under the rug with all the madness of uh, the first week of the NBA. So the first guy I got on here is uh, PJ Washington. I spoke about him quite a lot in uh, previous episodes. He's probably picked up. But yeah, just to mention, yeah, uh, Washington, yeah, he started his career with like extremely hot shooting, went 7 of 11 from three against the Bulls. Uh, he ended up with 27 points on 53% shooting. Uh, yeah, that hot shooting definitely can't sustain. Um, but his role as a starter on this rebuilding team is uh, pretty intriguing and is definitely worth a pickup in 12-team leagues. Uh, other factors that help him um, really solidify that role is that uh, Nick Batum, of course, he uh, fractured his finger in that game. So he's going to be out for three to four weeks. Um, I think, yeah, Nick Batum was already going to be coming off the bench anyway, but this just reinforces that PJ Washington's role is going to be quite solid. Uh, another thing that helps uh, PJ's case is that he's able to play backup center minutes. Um, we saw him do it in the first two games already, and then uh, Cody Zeller was out for personal reasons in the last game, so he got a, quite a lot of minutes at center. So his versatility is quite key here. He can play uh, power forward. Um, he can play some small forward. Him and Miles Bridges are pretty interchangeable, and then he can get, of course, the backup center minutes. Um, so yeah, heaps of avenues for uh, PJ Washington to find minutes on this team. Uh, number two, another guy is uh, Frank Kaminsky. Of course, uh, with DeAndre Ayton uh, being suspended for what looks like uh, 25 games at this stage. Uh, a lot of people ran to the waivers to pick up Aaron Baines. It wasn't yeah, too bad of a pickup, but we know what Baines is already. He's just yeah, a good source of boards and blocks in a 20-minute role, which looks like what he's going to have whilst DeAndre Ayton's out. Um, but overall, the fantasy game of Kaminsky is way more appealing, and I think he's a, the better uh, dice roll just because he's high upside. Uh, in today's game, uh, in the win over the Clippers, Kaminsky came off the bench, but he put up 18 points, 8 rebounds, and the 6 assists. That's yeah, just crazy from Kaminsky. He also shot 3 of 7 from 3 in 29 minutes, so he ended up getting more minutes than Aaron Baines. Um, his ability to play uh, power forward and center as well, similar to what PJ Washington does, uh, really helps his case for more minutes. Uh, I think, yeah, Monty Williams really likes him. 
of course, yeah, they got the win against the Clippers today, and he played 29 minutes, got six assists, so he's doing something right. Um, but yeah, I'll give you the permission to pause this episode and run to your waiver because um, I think he's going to be a hot commodity, especially after uh, stringing two big games together. Uh, okay, the third guy I got here is Kendrick Nunn from Miami Heat. Uh, with Jimmy Butler missing the season opener, and then he's going to miss, uh, he only missed today's game, he's going to miss tomorrow's game as well. We all expected that um, he was just a placeholder for Jimmy Butler, and uh, none and, and Tyler Hero were inserted into the starting lineup. Uh, we believed, yeah, that he was going to be the placeholder, but then uh, post game, Eric Spolstra cleared things up saying that none will remain in the starting five even when Butler returns, which was, yeah, a real eye-opener for me. Um, I was, like many people, I just thought he was going to be the placeholder, but yeah, I was wrong. So this uh, is a really promising statement coming directly from Spolstra. Um, yeah, this makes Kendrick Nunn a really intriguing pickup, especially after today's big game. Uh, it would have been even bigger, but he did foul out uh, before overtime. Um, in the first two games of the season, Nunn is now averaging 21 points, three rebounds, four assists, two steals, 1.53s. His usage rate is 26.6%, and that's just all just in 27.5 minutes. So yeah, he's re- ultra productive guy. Um, when Butler does return, I expect his usage rate to take a hit, but he's definitely going to earn time, especially with uh, Dion Waiters um, being in the doghouse with Spolstra. One thing to watch with uh, Kendrick Nunn, though, is uh, on the defensive end. Uh, he's, he's a pretty good defender, but he's just really undersized. Uh, I watched you know, today's game against the Milwaukee Bucks, and Bledsoe is just like a he's a little uh, bulldog, was just bullying um, Kendrick Nunn down low. He was driving at him every chance he got. That's what uh, contributed to um, Nunn getting the six fouls and fouling out. But regardless of that, I think, yeah, um, Spolcher loves him, and he's going to be a regular rotation guy this season. Uh, number four is uh, Devonta Graham. Um, like his teammate PJ Washington, Devonta is like shooting the lights out from three, and he's honestly he's been outplaying um, big money signing Terry Rozier in both those games. Uh, in just 27.6 minutes, Devonta's averaging 23.5 points, three rebounds, six assists, and a crazy six threes per game at a ludicrous uh, 75%, uh, which obviously won't continue. And the main takeaway from those first two games is that Devonta Graham has been playing uh, crunch time minutes ahead of Terry Rozier. Uh, Rozier uh, had a pretty bad first game, but in the second game, he, he did all right. He uh, got his double-double with assists. Um, but yeah, Devonta is severely outplaying him and the crunch time minutes is uh, really telling for Devonta Graham's outlook for the rest of the season. Next guy on my list is uh, Jalen Brunson. Surprisingly, he got the start in the second game against the Pelicans. Uh, Rick Carlisle decided to move DeLon Wright to the bench. Um, in that game as a starter, Brunson put up 14 points, 8 rebounds, 2 assists and 2 threes in 28 minutes. I'm not uh, super confident on this being a full-time thing, Brunson uh, in the starting lineup. Uh, rather, it could be more of a um, situational thing that Carlisle decided to do. But they did get the win, and uh, DeLon Wright did look good in the second unit. Uh, DeLon um, bounced back after that shocking first game. Uh, he got five steals. Uh, he looks like the move for, to the second unit really helps him out. He gets to handle the ball a lot more with Doncic um, yeah, not being alongside him. So it helps DeLon and it helps uh, Brunson. So if this does continue and Brunson um, sees over 20 minutes or high 20 minutes, uh, be ready to pounce. Just It's more of a wait and watch with Brunson on this one. Some other guys that are trending up, uh, Kobe White, of course, he's uh, looking really good off the bench just as a volume scorer. He did have that one game with his seven assists. 
But uh, yeah, that's the thing that's not going to be permanent. But the scoring is there. The, the, the threes are there. Um, he looks really good just as a spark plug off the bench. Um, it looks like it's going to be a situational thing. I read an article uh, this morning that uh, Jim Boylan said he, well, he was asked about the three guard um, or point guard rotation. He said he's going to go by feel, whatever that means. But it just sounds like whoever's hot on the night is going to get the most minutes. So that, yeah, sort of limits uh, Sato because we thought he was going to get over 30 in preseason. Um, but yeah, depending on what they need, if they need scoring, it's going to be Kobe White. If they need to settle it down and experience point guard, it's going to be Sato. If they need defense, it's going to be Chris Dunn. So yeah, really, it's a situational thing. But uh, Kobe White does look good. Um, Brandon Ingram, I know he's not going to be a waiver guy, but just a guy that is trending up uh, in a major way. Um, I spoke about him uh, pre-season and in the off-season as a possible breakout candidate. I had him quite low in my top 20 breakout candidates just because of his uh, defensive stats holding him back. But the defensive stats are there. The scoring is outrageous. He's getting rebounds. Um, he looks like a superstar over on the Pelicans. Uh, today, Drew Holiday was out and yeah, Ingram just went absolutely mental. So this could be the season that Ingram actually finally breaks out. Uh, another guy similar to Brandon Ingram, this is a thing that I'm going to talk about a lot um, in this offseason, is guys that finish the season like really well, it tends to just carry on to the next season and they're going to, just, yeah, they're just primed for breakouts. That guy's uh, Kelly Oubre. Uh, Brandon Ingram had massive enter last season and yeah, looks like he's going to break out now. Kelly Oubre, of course, after getting traded to the Suns, had a massive uh, end of the season. And again, he's, he started out really strong for the Suns. They've got two wins in three games and uh, Oubre is a big part of that. Uh, another guy that uh, I'm liking uh, quite a lot that I uh, wasn't quite sure how to view before the season just because we never saw him in the NBA before, that's RJ Barrett. He's looking like the next best player, clearly. Uh, Fisdale, his his rotations are crazy, but uh, RJ Barrett's minutes have been the one that's the most steady out of all the New York Knicks players. Um, I'm really liking what I've seen from RJ Barrett. Uh, his passing is really good. He's getting rebounds, steals. Uh, his scoring is there. So he's looking like a good shout for the Rookie of the Year with Ja Morant struggling a little bit uh, in the first few games. But yeah, Barrett does look the goods. Uh, speaking of Fisdale's rotations, uh, Alfred Payton, it looks like he's going to be the starting point guard at least for the next few days. Uh, no, I don't know, but like he does look like the guy that's won the job uh, in New York. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. looks absolutely broken. His confidence is shattered. Um, geez, it, they just crushed players in New York. Uh, Neil Akina's just confidence is done. Dennis Smith Jr. looks like the latest victim. Uh, Alfred Payton, yeah, he's got, it looks like he's the starter and he's, he's the most uh, productive guy out of those three. Um, yeah, take a look at him, but don't um, blow your load on him because anything could happen at any moment, any moment with Fisdale. Uh, another guy here I have is um, Nemanja Bialica, of course, with um, Marvin Bagley fracturing his thumb, going to be out for four to six weeks. Uh, Nemanja Bialica has been inserted in the starting lineup. I'm not as confident on this one as a lot of the others, just because uh, the Kings looking like an absolute dumpster fire. Um, who knew that uh, Dave Yeager's uh, coaching abilities were that good that, um, yeah, they get Luke Walton and this team just looks like they're going to have to be tanking later in the season. The chemistry is all over the shop, uh, reportedly because of, yeah, Bogdanovich wants out as well um, because, yeah, he's not going to get enough money there. Um, the whole contract situation with Buddy Hield in the offseason or in the preseason. Um, so, yeah, they just look terrible. A lot of their players, 
uh, we thought were going to be absolute monsters for fantasy this season just because of the pace that Luke Walton plays at. But turns out the pace that they play at is causing Luke Walton to keep their minutes under 30. Uh, in today's game, yeah, no one played over 30 minutes. Uh, they did get smashed by Utah, so that could have contributed. But yeah, the minutes are, are pretty low for a lot of the guys here. Darren Fox, struggling with an injury, only played 28 minutes. Um yeah, if you own a Sacramento's Kings player, I'd be a little scared to death about how this situation is playing out uh, for the Kings. Another guy I just want to touch on here is the former MVP, Derek Rose. Got to give it to him. He's been going absolutely mental in the first three games. Uh, in the first game, he had 31 points, three assists, three steals, two blocks, 66% field goal percentage. The second game, he played 25 minutes, 27 points, three assists, 69 uh, field goal percentage. And then he had 18 points, 9 assists, 3 rebounds, and 55% field goal percentage in 27 minutes. So he's getting getting stuff done in um, basically mid-20s minutes. Um, yeah, I did not see this coming from Derek Rose. Uh, of course, Reggie Jackson is dealing with some um, injuries as well. So yeah, D-Rose, this could be a long-term thing, not just the start of the season. So take a good hard look at uh, Derek Rose, the former MVP. All right, now just a few guys that I think are trending down. The first one's the rookie, Jarrett Culver. Yeah, his minutes are absolutely squashed. Um, Trevion Graham starting ahead of him. Uh, the point guard minutes that Ryan Saunders said he's going to get are just not there as well. So to me, Jarrett Culver's a yeah, definite drop. Um, another guy that, uh, another rookie is uh, Michael Porter Jr. He's just not in the rotation for the Nuggets. He can You can drop him. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Uh, as exciting as he is when he's on the court, his minutes are just not there. Josh Hart has really taken off. Um, oh, he actually, he's another guy who should be in the trending up. Uh, he looks uh, brilliant for the Pelicans. So, yeah, I think Noor is one guy we can drop. He's one for the future. He's uh, good for Dynasty, but this season, the minutes uh, squash is just too much for him. Uh, another guy that's pretty established is Otto Porter, but something to, yeah, to me, he just doesn't look right at all. We know he's had those severe hip injuries he's de- dealt with his whole career. Um, yeah, he just doesn't look right at all. And yeah, his uh, production uh, is reflecting that. Uh, the Bulls have said they want to limit his minutes, but they haven't really gave a reason why. But it's obvious when you watch their games, something's wrong with Otto Porter. If I was owner of uh, Otto Porter, I would look to try trade him now before he takes a real dip in value. Um, the name value should be able to net you something pretty decent if someone's not too switched on in your league. But yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he sits out um, some time or uh, rests quite a lot or even just continues this um, current level of play, which is pretty putrid, to be honest. Uh, Mark Gasol, uh, pretty poor games. Um, today, he did rebound again. He got 10 rebounds, but it's just obvious that Pascal Siakam is going to be nabbing all of his boards um, and just his overall play is taking quite a big dip. So, yeah, Mark Gasol could be a guy that you want to look to move off. Um, I've also got DeAndre Hunter here. Um, yeah, he's just, I think he's probably a better real life player than fantasy at the moment. He's probably their best defender on the Hawks uh, as a rookie. But, yeah, it doesn't really translate too well to fantasy at the moment. But I think, yeah, DeAndre Hunter, he could be one for the future. Um, Jakob Pertl, of course, the I spoke about this quite a lot in preseason. I was concerned about the amount of shooting and floor spacing in the starting five for the Spurs. Uh, Pop has finally pulled the plug on that experiment of starting Pirtle and uh, Aldridge. So 
yeah, Pirtle's got the hook and he's gone to the bench. They've moved uh, LaMarcus Aldridge to center. They've, they're starting Trey Lyles at power forward who can uh, drain the three. So, yeah, Jakob Pirtle, he's getting like quite low minutes off the bench. Um, he can be productive in low minutes, but just, yeah, there's better guys out on the waiver than Jakob Pirtle. Another Spurs guy is Derek White. Yeah, he's been limited quite a lot. He's just not seeing time next to DeJounte Murray. And it's clear that DeJounte Murray is the future uh, point guard for the San Antonio Spurs. Um, yeah, DeJounte has just been lighting it up, just doing everything, stat stuffing every category, uh, whilst Derek White is just, yeah, he's he, he's in the drop zone for a lot of leagues. Uh, some buy low guys I think you should maybe uh, try and target. Uh, I had Campbell Walker on here uh, previous to today's game, which he played uh, pretty well, so he's probably not going to be a buy low candidate anymore but he did come out of the gate uh, really 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 bad against um, the Philadelphia 76ers that was probably more to do though just with the Philly defense um, the goat Depoy uh, Matisse Thibel uh, absolutely shut him down in that first game um, yeah Thibel it looks amazing it's got to the point where in my uh, social or my rec basketball league on Mondays, anytime someone in our team makes a good defensive play, we all, everyone just yells out Thibel. Um, so yeah, that, back to Kemba. Uh, it looks like it was just a one-game thing getting shut down by the depoy. Um, another guy I got on here is Mike Conley. Uh, yeah, struggled mightily in the first two games. Bounced back a bit today. But yeah, Mike Conley, I think people might be a bit frustrated with him. So send in a cheapy offer and see what happens for Mike Conley. All right, let's get into some week two schedule and streaming options for the week ahead. Uh, if you're new to fantasy and you don't know what streaming is, basically it's keeping one of your roster spots available, or at least one of your roster spots available to just pick up guys if you waiver according to their strength of schedule each week. Basically just getting getting in as many games as you can and just bludgeon uh, your opponents to death with uh, counting stats and just, yeah, it's a it's a strategy that a lot of people tend to use in uh, fantasy. So um, this week, there's 14 teams that play four games. Uh, this includes Chicago, Charlotte, Denver, Detroit, Golden State Warriors, Houston, Indiana, Clippers, Milwaukee, New York, Orlando, Sacramento, San Antonio Spurs, and Utah. But if you want to yeah, get off to a real hot start, hone in even closer to those schedules. Um, Atlanta and Denver are the only two teams to play back-to-back games on uh, Monday and Tuesday. They, bo- they both... Okay, also, so that's Monday and Tuesday. I'm referencing uh, American time. So here in Australia, that's Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, from yeah, from now on, I'm going to just be talking uh, American time, um, as the NBA does as well. So, yeah, don't don't go pick up Atlanta Hawks player, um, yeah, today because <laughs> they they won't be playing. So that's Monday, Tuesday, America time. They both also play uh, three games in the first four days. That's uh, Denver and Atlanta. Uh, some players you might want to look at include uh, Alex Len. Uh, Malik Beasley, Tory Craig, Mason Plumley, uh, DeAndre Bembry, Jeremy Grant, uh, Kevin Hurd is a good one as well. Although he has been on a 20-minute um, limit as, his work, as he works his way back from injury, but he, he uh, yeah he does look good. Uh, if he's on your waiver, yeah pick him up because I think his uh, minutes are just going to increase as he gets uh, better from that injury. 
Uh, the Clippers uh, don't have a back-to-back on day one and day two. However, they do play th- um, three games in the first four days as well. So that's Monday, and then they have a uh, Tuesday off, but then they all have a back-to-back on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, some players you might want to take a look at, uh, Mo Harkless, uh, Landry Shamet, uh, Vitsa Zubac, uh, Jermichael Green. Uh, if it's coming down to the wire in your matchup this week and you're in a bit of a pickle and you want a fixture for the last day, and then you also want to get ready for week two, uh, there's a few go- a few teams that play um, back- back-to-back for the last day of week one and the first day of week two. Those teams are Golden State Warriors, uh, Portland Trail Blazers, and Charlotte Hornets. Some guys you might want to look at there. Uh, Eric Pascal, of course, with uh, Kevin Looney. Um, he's going to be out for the, at least the next two games. Um, and that injury doesn't sound good at all for Kevin Looney. I think he could be out for an extended period of time. So Eric Pascal could be a, a good pickup long-term as well, not just for streaming. Other guys are maybe Glenn Robinson, Rob, uh, Rodney Hood, Mario Hazonia. So yeah, just a couple of guys there that have back-to-backs uh, in the next few days. All right, guys, that's it for today's episode. I'll be back on Thursday for a midweek heat check uh, and give you some more streaming options to close out the week. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Fantasy NBA Stats. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be uh, kind enough to drop me a five-star rating and review. It really helps out the show, and uh, I'll be forever grateful for that. All right, guys, until next episode, as Kawhi would put it, hey, 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 hey. Catch ya.